I watched The Musketeers of Pig Alley from 1912. It came out on Halloween, 1912, October 31st. And I'd seen it credited as being the first gangster movie. So I had to check it out. And while it's not as complex as later gangster movies would become, it definitely kicked the genre off with a bang. Elmer Booth is great as Snapper, the leader of the Musketeers gang, and he bears more than a passing resemblance to James Cagney, who would come to define the role of the gangster in Hollywood about 20 years later. They definitely look very similar, but the similarity goes well beyond the physical. A lot of the mannerisms that Elmer Booth affects in this film are strikingly similar to what Cagney would do later, and also what Edward G. Robinson would do. So in a lot of ways, Elmer Booth sort of set the blueprint in place for what a gangster, at least a Hollywood movie gangster, was supposed to be. And it's a shame Elmer Booth never had a chance to become a big star. I I think he could have gone on to do a lot more gangster roles or who knows what else, but he died in a car crash just a couple years after he made this movie. So we never got to see the full capacity of what he could have done. Meanwhile, there were a lot of other people in this film who did become big stars. Lillian Gish, who would very soon become one of Hollywood's biggest stars of all time, plays the little lady, that's how she's credited, uh, wife to the musician. And you have Harry Carey, who was destined for massive fame as a Western star, playing Snapper's lieutenant. And then we also have Lionel Barrymore, Dorothy Gish, Jack Pickford, all in some very tiny cameo roles. So there's a who's who of future Hollywood stars. Uh, But unfortunately, Elmer Booth never got to achieve that stardom. Martin Scorsese paid respects to this film when he shot his own gangster masterpiece, Goodfellas. Most of that film was shot on location in Queens, New York. But he went to Fort Lee, New Jersey, which is where this film was shot, specifically to shoot some scenes near the end of Goodfellas because he wanted to be in the exact same physical location. He he actually found the same block, the same side of the street. He wanted to be where the Musketeers of Pig Alley was filmed because that's where the gangster genre started. And he wanted that direct connection between his movie and the first true gangster movie. And I I admire that. I appreciate that. That decision resonates with me in, in a weird hard-to-define historical way. I totally get why Scorsese did that. Anyway, the film opens with the little lady bidding her musician husband a farewell as he embarks on a trip to a gig. After he leaves, she's approached by Snapper, who tries to steal a kiss from her, but she rebukes him. Then there's this strange scene next where the little lady returns home from grocery shopping to find her mother, who lives with the couple, that was common back then, uh, dead in her armchair. She looks sad, but then that, that goes nowhere. The subplot, we never, we don't see the mother, the body's gone when we next see Gish at home. No one ever brings up the topic of the dead mother. Uh, later, the musician, he comes home, he doesn't ask, where's Ma? It's just, she dies. It's like, oh my God, this sad scene, and then we've moved on. We see the musician returning home from the gig. He's got his payment, but Snapper and his lieutenant also see him they see the money so they accost him and they take his wallet he's beaten but he makes it home and his wife comforts him before he recovers and then he gets mad and sets out to find snapper and get the wallet back while he's out 
the little lady's friend comes by to cheer her up. I guess maybe that's a reference to her mother dying, although they don't really spell it out. And she decides to take her to the gangster's ball. Once she's there, the friend abandons her to go dance with the gangsters, so she's kind of just standing around. And she ends up talking with the head of a gang that is kind of a rival gang to Snapper's Musketeers. He buys her a drink, and then he shows her this picture. And while she's looking at the picture, he pours something in her drink. And she's about to take a sip, but Snapper, who's seen this entire sequence go down, smacks the drink out of her hand and kind of starts reprimanding the rival. And they agree to take it outside. And there's going to be this shootout. And so this, the shootout between the gangs happens. Suddenly they're out there in Pig Alley shooting at each other. And in the confusion, the musician who sees this happening comes up behind Snapper, gets his wallet, and rain, runs home. So he's got his money back. The police, they break up the battle, but Snapper escapes, and he takes refuge in the apartment of the musician and the little lady. And he explains, she didn't understand why he knocked the drink out of her hand, but he explains to her what had happened. He tells her that that guy had put something in her drink, he was going to do God knows what with her. And so she and the husband are grateful, even though they have misgivings about Snapper. He mugged her husband after all, but he's kind of made up for it. And then a few minutes later, he takes off, and the police, one particular policeman, grabs him. But he's like, hey, I'm innocent. I've just been hanging out with my friends. So they go back to the apartment, and the cop's like, has this guy been here? And in this kind of moment of gratitude for saving the little lady's life, she and the musician are like, oh, yeah, we were just hanging out. He's been here the whole night. And so the cop leaves. And then Snapper, right in front of the musician, makes one last pass at the little lady. But he's kind of shocked, actually, that she still prefers this mild-mannered musician over him. And he leaves in puzzled rejection. And that's, that's the film. It's on YouTube. It's in the public domain. You can watch it. I think you should. It's a great movie. It's a really, And if you like gangster movies, it's worth watching just to kind of see where it all started. Next, I'm watching My Baby from 1912, directed by D.W. Griffith.